went through and how mm. you broke it down. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, damn, this guy basically has a recipe for when people are going through an awakening and what to do. He just real simply just kind of broke it down. And that's and right. That's a mantra, though. And so dude, you read the Life Visioning book. That's, just, what, that's the one you're doing. Yeah, yeah, we started talking about it. And I, because I, when I went through it, I heard you saying it. See, because I know Kundalini Yoga, so I'm trying to just right. balance the energy. The instructions and in how you're saying what you're saying. Steps. Yo, I'm like, to this dude me, is giving by me, a step. through me, Absolutely. as me. Bam. Absolutely. And that's look a mantra, though. I was over that. there. Look at his arms. He's got, I was over there. It's like a mantra. When he said that across the street, my right. car lit up. And I'm right. like, that's it. It's it. Yeah. That's it. That's what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was teaching a class, uh, and, and I was a faculty at, at, this, at this school of higher consciousness, and a woman said, there seems to be a contradiction in the teaching. You know, on one level it says you should surrender all, but on the other level it says you can have it all if, you, if, you, if your mind can conceive it. So I walked up to the blackboard, and I put those four stages down. I mean, they just emerged out Came of Came out. I just said, there's victim, there's manifester, there's channel, and there's being to us, by us, through us, and as us. And I just started breaking it down mm. as to the, to the stages that we grow through. And that we, we're here to consciously participate in our own evolution, our own unfolding. And that just synthesized everything. There's no contradiction, they're just stages. Just like there's no contradiction. When you're riding a bicycle, if you have training wheels, it's not a contradiction. At some point, you don't need the training wheels. It's yeah. just another stage. Evolution. Yeah, it's evolution. You yeah. know what I always say in art, like I'm in the art business, and everyone's like, it gets corny. Like, you can, you can attest to this from hip-hop. It's like, now it's kind of corny, but it's evolution. To us, it's corny, but it's now. And it's evolution. And art, it's the same way. So I get it. Spirituality, I haven't always been spiritual. I haven't always had these thoughts and these, this way of thinking, but now right. I've evolved into, and Joey definitely has. That's why when I went to evolved. your place, it was like, because consciousness, right? Like, I didn't have a conscious friend. I was a street kid, so I right. knew, I guess, like, money was my survival. god, so to speak, and survival, so, yeah, so, yeah. But I knew with money, I was able to surround myself with houses and, you know, right. from the things that you think you're safe, but you're not. But that's really what I knew. And yeah. then, yeah, like, I, I like mean, we, knew we, me. we, we had, I don't know if you saw the part where we talked about how we met, but a friend of mine was going to jack him for a kilo of cocaine and came to me to help and I'm, my friend said don't do it and then we became really good friends because we were kind of on the same thing so when he came to me and he's like I'm hearing voices and I'm getting these downloads I don't know what to do I'm like <laughs> I remember that you saw that one <laughs> I remember I went through all of that yeah okay Absolutely. so you guys I mean I have maybe I have I'm just having a, actually I can't identify it but he came to me and it's this dude who's very black and white Kilu like imagine somebody that just there's just no getting around but it's square and now all of a sudden he's completely wide open talking about all these things that you kind of think about because I've been listening to you and you right. kind of know what it feels like, but right. you're still real protected. I'm like, you got to go to my teacher. And I introduced him to Tage and she, you know, she said, don't worry, he's getting too many downloads. It'll, we'll figure it out. And I was like, I felt like he was going to be safe in a weird way. Yeah. And, and ultimately that's how I, why he's sitting right there. You know, it's like that having that friendship because I didn't know why I was going to him. You know, somebody came and started speaking to me. One of my best friends had passed. And I was first, I was kind of processing it. Well, I thought, was I, was I dying? Because why would spirits be talking mm -hmm, to me? So I figured mm -hmm. I must be dying. Right. And so then I ruled Eagle that death. out. Yeah, you keep going through these, like you're ruling right. these things Eagle out. Death. Yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to understand what's going wow. on mm -hmm. and why. And so I was trying to express it to my family, my son. And they knew me how I was create, building shit, doing right. things. And all right. of a sudden, I'm like, I'm talking to people. And I'm going to feed some homeless. And they're like, what? <laughs> I'm going to be of service. Right. 
And when I say be a service before, I would have paid someone else to do it for me. Right. Here, can you do that for me? Because I don't understand that. I really didn't understand what that meant is really yeah, the that's true. That's uh, interesting ego death. It, it is. You know, um, <clears throat> what happens is your body doesn't have, it's not strong enough to hold all the energy. Mm. You know, so you're building up the capacity. What you do in your kindling yoga, building up the capacity to hold more energy. So when it's first flooding you, it seems kind of discombobulated. You hear the voices, things are coming through, they don't make sense. And when it happened to me, I thought I was going crazy. Mm. It's pathological. I was at a psychobiology department at USC on my way to med school. And all of this started downloading on me, and I wouldn't tell my professors because I didn't want them to think I'm yeah. nuts. I'm in the psychology department, yeah. seeing visions, <laughs> hearing voices. Things were going on. Yeah, you can't, you can't <laughs> tell the truth. Things were going on. They don't want the truth. That's an understatement. Things were going Things on. Things were happening. Uh, I, I remember being in a, uh, uh, we, we would go uh, counsel these guys who were locked up me mentally. You know, it was a part of our internship program. So I'm talking to the guy, we're playing ping pong. And I'm asking why he's here. He said, well, he's hearing voices, he envisions. He's describing everything I'm going through. Yeah. But he's locked up, and I'm not. I'm free. at school. Yeah. So we're still playing ping pong, and we're talking. And then I realize we haven't talked in about 18 minutes. This is all telepathy. Yeah. I got so scared, I put the ping pong t uh, paddle down <laughs> and checked myself out. I said, these people find out that I'm going through the same thing that this guy's going through. Yeah, I'm through. in trouble. They I'm in trouble. Lock me up. Well, that's what happened to him. You know. I was locked up. I, you know, my, you I, got locked up? Oh, yeah. I was locked up a couple times. Because was, of the mental? Yeah, I was telling people. So look at Utah was married, yeah. four kids, 21 years, and I'm in the shower and people talking. So I was like, so I went to them. I'm like, yo, da 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 da. And at first, except the slow. At first, it was okay because they were like, what's he going through? Let's just see, because I'm not hurting anybody. But then. I had a series of people speaking to me, Yogi Bhajan being one of them. And I knew Yogi Bhajan. So when he started coming to me, like, you know, my friend's different, but I'm talking to an Indian man now with the turban. They're like, yo, you're tripping. Yeah. Straight up. Like, and so, <laughs> but it felt real. It felt as real as, 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 as no, the sun rising. But it was real. Right. Yeah, yeah it didn't feel real. So I'm trying real. to convince them, but the more I'm trying to convince them, the crazier I look. Right. So as my see my, it's like, you know, when you go in the house, it's like you're like, you go in, your family smiles, it's love, right? It's like yeah. you go in, the lights just go on, pow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I started going in the house, the lights weren't going on anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody looked at you like you were weird. Yeah. Yeah. Demanded he get psych evaluated. Yeah. He ended up in jail, or in jail, in the hospital for a couple of days. Almost got shot by police, like a, like a litany of things. Almost stabbed out running here by my friend, because I was meditating and I was, because they were worried because of the way it used to be a street person. So I was, I would act out if, you know, in certain things. So yeah. when you're, when you have a little bit of this crazy thing and they go, oh, well he also, he has a temper, so he's done. Mm -hmm. And once you're labeled crazy, you can't get a second opinion. Right. I, it, it's like, and I went willingly. So you go to a, a, a mental, first I went to a, a hospital because I wanted help. I said, please, I don't, I feel good. And they said, you hear voices. And I go, well, it's more like I feel them. Mm -hmm. But when I went there and to see that they didn't have any diagnosis besides schizophrenia, bipolar, all these different things, I'm going, yo, I don't feel that. And I can't take what you're telling me. Right. So ultimately, my, my former wife was like, we want you to go on medication. You're scaring us. And I was like, I don't think I can do it. And I ended up leaving and, you know, trying to understand what I was, you know, what was happening to me and the energy that I was picking up on. Um, and I used to say, you know, I lost my family. I used to tell people that. Right. You know, because that's what I thought. Right. You know what I mean? But right. it didn't. I, I, I was separated because I was finding my union with God. Yeah, you Absolutely. had to go through it. And, and then now to you're go developing back, a spiritual family. 
and and, and he's here. Like so, yeah. like he, and even if he says, ah, that's why with you here, like your insight to certain things, just his ear to listen to it, to mm -hmm. listen to a wise man. You know, people say, who's a wise man? Dude, just walk that walk. Go listen. If you can't mm -hmm. figure it out, you're not standing in front of the right man. Right. You see, <clears throat> there's transformational psychology now. When I was coming through, they didn't have that. So it was real pathology. So you were put in, a, you were put in an institution where they weren't practicing that. Now there are individuals that know the difference between a psychotic break and a spiritual awakening. There are. Yeah, there are, there are transformational, transformational psychologists. psychologists. And that's where a system And they're spiritual in. practitioners. Okay that can tell the difference can identify. because they look the same because you go crazy temporarily because the world that you've been previously living in are, is too small yeah you know i've heard you talk about that yeah before. it's too small so yeah. now you have to to come forward yeah so you know fortunately you were able to get out safe but you're different yes you know you're a totally different being and it's only been a couple of years right it's been three uh three years it's happened on thanksgiving yeah three years ago so you're still integrating uh, I, I mean, or between that time, I'll, like, you look, I'll say this is integrated, you know, yeah, I had, amazing. so I was going to my friends and family because I had different ascended masters start communicating with me. Yeah, so sure. what, yeah. what I would do is I'd go to Yogi G's, like some of his first students, and I'm like, I think I'm talking to your dude. Mm -hmm. We start passing messages. Next thing I know, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, yo, I guess I'm a yogi now, right? <laughs> he went to Egypt? I mean, he oh, jumped head I, first, though. Oh, I, uh, he jumped Mama head the first. Hugging Saint had me come to her ashram in India, and I was just like, but luckily my wife was taking care of my kids because she wasn't. I wouldn't be able to go like that. Right, right. Like, it was a divine intervention right. that let me explore and, and find that, that piece of me that I was looking for. Right. Right? But through that, when I went through that and I saw everybody that died from, from, from addiction and I was in this mental institution and everything going on, I was like, I'm not crazy and they're trying to say I am but I gotta just I'm gonna sing it from the rooftops I'm getting this information this is how I'm getting it and everyone's right. like don't do that they're gonna think you're crazy and I go yep but after the crazy's gone I'll still be saying the same thing same and then thing. they're gonna have to listen That's because right. I'm not changing right but the medicine and Western medicine have to understand the difference between a spiritual awakening and labeling people crazy absolutely they don't know that but it's our God-given right, right to experience this right and it's our God-given right for our kids to experience this. Right. And it's being taken away in a way to where all, I think that we just have a second opinion. Say, hey, look, like, right. why, don't, why is everybody bipolar? Why are all these different things? And I, and, I, and I keep coming to this because people like yourself are giving that platform. You sound like a doctor. You just explained it and said, this is what's happening. And you're helping people. A lot of people don't even realize they're, getting, they're going to get help because right. they got soul depression. And a lot of times people are getting meds yeah. when they should get meditation. You know, yeah. they're giving them because the, the pharmaceutical company that you know that runs the runs the joint, a person could be having a spiritual awakening, and they'll give them something to stop it. Yeah. So people are going through radical changes, but our country, you know, America's a baby country; it's only a couple hundred years old. You know, when you go to India, you go to Egypt; these places are thousands of mm. years old. So they've dealt with Kundalini energy; they've dealt with awakening. It's a part of the culture. Yeah. Our culture, it's like give it a pill and stop it. Mm -hmm. So you have to you have to do what you do. You have to find a place that knows what's going on, so that you can integrate it. But once you have the insight, then you have to integrate the insight and embody it. Your body temple becomes strong enough to hold the energy, which is why you take care of the temple. Mm -hmm. You don't take care of the temple for vanity. You take care of the temple so when the energy starts to roll through, you can you can hold it. Now when mine opened, I had tremendous pain in my heart. And I don't even know if you remember this. You were a little boy. 
But at times, the ambulance would come to my house because they thought I was having a heart attack because I couldn't breathe. It'd be pain, tremendous pain. And, but they found nothing wrong with me. Like pressure? Like almost it, was like, it was like somebody sticking a knife in my heart. Mm. That's wow. when, I, when I woke up, I was stabbed in the, in the heart in a lucid dream and died. And when I woke up, I could see we were surrounded by this presence of love and beauty and intelligence more real than anything. And I went to this guy who was an energy balancer, and he said that the kundalini energy was getting caught in my heart. So he had me do some exercises that opened it up. And when he, he touched me on my spine and opened something up, the energy just flooded my being. I was out of pain. All this energy just flooded into my awareness. And the pain dissipated. Every now and then it'll come, but it generally means that I'm going to another level. That the, that the yeah, level up. Leveling up. Yeah. I have a little bit of pain, but not like it was years ago. Just a little bit. And so I take care of the temple, take care of the mental body, the emotional body, the physical body, so I can hold more energy. So that it comes through. And you integrate, embody, and then it becomes a way of living. No one even knows unless, you know, like I get to share on a regular basis yeah. about it. But now, back then, I was, I, was, I was like you. People thought I was nuts, man. They said, you know, I, I was facing a, a, a case. And I, I had opened up and on my last, my last drug deal. Oh. I got busted. Lord, what? And I told the guy, I'm through. I'm it's not always doing the last one, right? It's always the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm not doing this. You start praying, God, this is the last one I'm doing. No, no, it was it. Was it. I would, I'd had my opening. I said, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And they said, but you're such an honest man. We make so much money with you, blah, blah, blah. I said, this is not my destiny, you, you, man. You want to know what made me get sober this last time? And I, the way I, and I know it's real is I came and did an interview with him one day with one of my really good friends, and we talked about spirituality for an hour, and I was damn near still up from the night before. Right. And I know you invite us to come still up. You say it in church. I don't care what y'all did last night. It's what right. you do right now. Let's right. get here. Right. But I was like, I felt so guilty, and I felt I, I could feel it. I was like, this is not right. I can't do this. I need to do this. I and can't just now we step. spoke about it, so then yeah. bring it up. Yeah, you're yeah, numbing yourself it. against something that's trying to happen through you. You can't Thank walk you for this walk up, bullshit, and you gotta yeah. be, you know, like when I go to church, I cry, bro. Like I don't, I don't go there just to be seen and kind of feel good for the afternoon. Right. I go to purge, I go to gain, I go to listen. Right. And if I'm blocking it with chemicals and alcohol, that just doesn't make any sense because I don't have a stop button. Right. I don't. Oh, that's wine is great. Thank you so much. How's the cheese? That's not what I do. I grab. <laughs> you the drink bottle. the whole bottle. Yeah, I grab the <laughs> bottle. And then I grab another bottle, and then I'm grabbing a bottle on the way out the door. And then you could be like, hey, Eddie, have a great night. And I'm like, what'd that nigga say to me? What, what, what'd you call me? <laughs> That's not who I want to be anymore. I've right. already evolved past that, but I let substances just kind of get in the way. Yeah. You know, Kilo knows. He's probably seen me wild out a couple times nah, unnecessarily. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know if you know, but we go, you know, we go real, we go way back. Since the early days, I think we've probably done a lot of events together. I think the Mayan, Jamaica House, like we, we, we were hanging tough, Pops. We were hanging tough. How is it to be his, like, like how's that the dynamic I here? I don't know anything else. Yeah. Who asked me that? That's a frequent, what's like growing, you know, I can answer that so many ways. Mm -hmm. He went to his change and you were younger, so you kind of like, you were a little bit, yeah, like, about, about five, six years old? Yeah. About, yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah, I don't know anything. Else. I mean, I think it's an interesting time now for us because it's everyone's waking up. And this it's is the just, time. Yeah, 
This is the time. And that's why I'm excited to to have him here and and us having this. I would have never dreamed this is possible in our lifetime. I thought Hmm. we'd have to wait forever. And here we are now (laughs) able to close. This gap is closing. Right. And the influence that we have and all of us in this room and the things that we do is, is, it's, it's. What a trip. It is, and I yeah. look forward to the to our journey because I know this is not, this isn't not. This is the beginning of something. It's not right. where it's going to stop. Mm-hmm. You totally. know? Well, you know the the Earth is oscillating at a much higher frequency. It's and the Earth is alive. It is, and so the Earth is a, is waiting for humanity to catch up, and those that can't rise to that vibration are going to suffer anxiety and worry, fear, you know, because the frequency is really high. So we're being invited to go through this kind of opening yeah. so that we can vibrate at yeah. the next level. Sustain. Because, you know, right, right now the, the planet, there's a difference between the world and the earth. The, the earth is mother. You know, we're all earthlings. But the world is what we create in our minds. Yeah. People are in different worlds standing on the planet. But the world is in a dark night of the soul. And so, um, which is good, which means that there's a birth of something new happening now. Yeah. And uh, this is why you see the, 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 the systemic issues that we can see now we couldn't see before you know the racism the bigotry the, the hate yeah. is rising up to be healed yeah. because before it was hidden in the closet people tried to hide it you can't hide it anymore no so the dark night is giving way to the next level of our our human capacities and so you know i'm more than hopeful i have a tremendous vision of what's what's happening but the people who are stuck you know they're going through some changes yeah you know it's, it's difficult I mean I, I think it's interesting you know like you can't do anything anymore without it being exposed no, like the, everything's whether good. it's the camera or it's people not afraid to tell you know it, it, and it's 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 a shame that it was ever in that place where you went to school and you're your preacher or your teacher or you know preyed upon you and you were just kind of stuck with no outlets but now that we're wide awake yeah it's like we know the difference between right and wrong in a way that we'd never known it before Right, and we're willing to stand up for it. Yeah, ten years ago, I mean, even longer than that. If some if something happened, it took like ten years to be revealed. Yeah. Now it's like ten minutes. Ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) He did it. He did it. (laughs) We have it on tape. I mean, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. But it's like going from analog to digital, and so the 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 way we receive information and youngsters receive information is. You can get so much information with one click that you could never get in a lifetime before. Right. You get right. 800,000 results. You, know, right. you couldn't go through that in, in a lifetime. And right. so people are getting this information so quickly and it's changing our consciousness. Right. And so that's what we're, I feel what we're feeling is this like rapid ascension of people the way we're like able to get this information. This information is out there faster. Oh, yeah. Speaking people of are, that, what do you think about this kid, Chakra Zuma? Okay, there's a dude in Dallas. His name is Juan Johnson. He has this song called Wahe Guru, and he's rapping. It sounds like a trap song, and he's like, Wahe Guru, Wahe Guru, Wahe Guru, Wahe, 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 Wahe Guru. And he's sought to, you know, and the, the Kundalini Sikhs in the, in the world, is, uh, they're, they're, it's disrespectful to them. Oh. But to me, I hear a song that if it was on the radio, I would, his rap is, is decent. The words you know? are nice. The words are. Yeah, the rap is the decent. The rap is in. Isn't that okay? The hook is bomb. He's, he's just not bringing the. He's not being disrespectful. He's I'm bringing information out yeah, in a different way. Imagine the youth exactly. group at Agape listening to this he song noticed. and the kids yeah. doing the. Mm-hmm. Whatever the, you know, the, the dances why, are. I'm why, seeing that why. in my head and you I'm like. You just brought it to my attention. They will be doing it. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, look, I reached out to you, know me, dude. I'm like, I hit him on Instagram, like, holler at me, bro, because I'm ready to talk to you. Because 
I've been thinking about making an urban record. I think I even spoke yeah. to you about this. Like me and you could probably cut three songs and have an EP out there that would spread the energy like you've never seen before. He does. He has Snoop Dogg gin and juice, but it's like sipping on green and fruits. Oh. And he's like, I got my, I got my mantra, my, my, my mantra on that? my mind and my mind on my mind. What is it? Oh, that's my, great. Instead of money on my mind. Right. That's great. I mean, I love I, it. Up, man, look. Can I get on, it? Give it up. Yes. Okay, okay, we'll play it in a minute. Why don't you cue it up? But when I heard that, they're they're tripping. I'm like, you can't speak to to the kids of our, you know, below our generation with the Sikh symbols and the, and the turbans, they're just not going to hear you. There's already a, something there emotionally. Well, they, they, they're, not, they're, they're not religious. You know, they're not into religiosity. Yeah. They're into direct contact, direct mm. encounter with life, reality, love, peace, joy. The religious trappings are not going to be this way when you, when you look to the society in the future. Looking forward. There'll be museums of how we got there. Yeah. You see, you know, you'll be, you'll be in a museum and your great great grandkid will say, now here... Christianity, Judaism, his Sikhism, they were, you know, they're all kind of saying the same thing. Yeah. Why were they kind of fighting with each other a little bit? I think I heard you say that in church. Yeah, too. and they'll say, you know, well, listen, that's how it was not then, but that's not how it is you now. You got it? Let's you listen know. to it. I want to get the revs and Kilu, especially Kilu being a hip-hop artist with, you know. Say he's out of Texas? He's, I don't know where he's out of, but he's Rev, uh, you ever feel like you were sent back from the future? Hmm, that's an interesting question. I have a tendency to see the future sometimes, so right. maybe that's where I'm coming back from. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, when he was talking, I realized I'd seen this already. Well, I was that's how I was looking at your expressions right. and what you were saying. And that's yeah. what I wish I had say seen that. this already. You yeah. know why? Because I, sh- I would have been so much more at ease for the last 10 years <laughs> since, since I walked through that door, bro. Yeah, I'd have been like, don't worry, I can do anything I want yeah, now. Because one day I'm going to be sitting across the table <laughs> really getting it versus... You know, losing yeah, but track. you would, you know, your lesson was in the, was right. in, your blessing right. was in the lesson. When are we gonna do the agape music? <laughs> when are we gonna do it? I don't know, but I'm ready. <laughs> I'll work for free. You know what when I'm saying? We're gonna do it. We're doing a music festival at an art festival yeah. on November 16th called the Space Between with Disclosure Fest. Are you familiar with Disclosure Fest? No, I'm not. Um, there, uh, it's a spirit, conscious spiritual festival. He's built quite a community. He did a massive meditation with 22,000 people downtown in, in, uh, in the park. No alcohol, no drugs. I think I was aware of that. Within limit. Like not going um, play. And it's all spiritual. He's, he does art and he does music. Who is he? His name's Adrian. Uh, I don't know his last Valera. name. Valera. Valera. Mm-hmm. He's our partner on this event and probably mm-hmm. helped a lot of other things because when I met him, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like the tough spiritual dude. Like mm-hmm. I'm sizing everybody up. You know, mm-hmm. I don't care who you are and what, you, you know, what you're wearing. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, are you right. really not? Yeah. yeah. And... He said something to me, which we talked about it. He said, it's not really a wake up for me or, or an opening. It's, it's remembering mm-hmm. who you really are. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, I thought of you because that's, I found out who I really was in that room. Right. At least I, I got that first glimpse where I was like, hmm, yeah. did I really forget about that little yeah, you dude got an that activation. had an afro and corduroys on when I was yeah. a kid that wasn't scared or Yeah, it's an angry. activation. Yeah. Like when I'm speaking, there's an energy coming through. It's an act. Yeah. It's actually making people remember who they are, yeah. mm. and, I, and I put it in bite-sized pieces so that they think they know it already. But they do on a soul level. So what happens is they nod their head like this, yeah, 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 and things are activated, and they start to remember what they already know. I'm not yeah. giving them nothing. And it's a climb. It's yeah. like, yeah, that's it. And when yeah. he said that, I was like, damn, the rev said that, but different. Yeah. Like, and then I immediately I was like, you my homie now. I need to I need to be around you. You know yeah. what I mean? As much as I can because it that's a different way of putting it that's that brings it back to you. So when is this happening? November what? November 15th and 16th. Mm-hmm. You in town? 
I'm gonna check and see. Because what we were thinking, you know, is maybe we could get you guys to come out and do something. I don't know. We'll yeah. talk about it later. But Snoop Dogg's DJing. We got we partnered up with Akon, Akon Lighting Africa. So okay, Akon yeah. Lighting America is going to become a reality. Yeah, I like it. So no, we're going to bring brother, that's, right? yeah, that's Akon's brother. That's yeah. Omar. He's doing good work. So we're going to bring uh, solar power to lower income neighborhoods. I love it. So we're calling it Light Up LA. But we're also going to bring a panel out there, speakers to talk about awakenings and doctors, so that we could come up with an alternative so that when we go in and we're going through this that the medical world can say hey a second opinion a second opinion like you said and this is important if, look for us as human beings to, to keep to, to move on right if you don't change the system it's like we can do these beautiful things all day long but you got to go outside the system yeah, the, the second opinion exactly will be the but first to have it but but, yeah. to, after a while. but even if you go I just went to a Sikh doctor right for 30 mm -hmm. years new Yogi G I went to him, and this is what I was sitting there talking to him, and I started explaining my my situation, and then I, you know, Eastern Western medicine, he's, he could say my body, give me things to eat, but when it comes to mind, he's got to send me to a psychiatrist, and I was like, my man, I go, if I go there, they're going to give me medication, and he put his head down. Mm. I'm like, there's nothing, huh? Mm. And he goes, no, go talk to Guru Singh, you know, mm. and I'm like, but there's nothing that you guys could do, so I'd go back to the emergency room, mm -hmm. then back to 5150, mm -hmm. and I think that that's important because we have to shed some light on this for kids like think Absolutely. of all the, the just go look at me people diagnosed with bipolar disorder one right all that's we're all spiritual beings right having a human experience so that means we're passing through right so this is a, a human experience like i would say a herschel of luggage racks but you think you're taking everything with you wherever that came from right 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 once you get rid of that and you you, you you chill out on the attachments and you know that you're not in control right that's part of the steps right you start to go oh Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's an order we all depend on, but we don't make that order happen. Right. We learn to lean on it, which, we do. which is surrender. Right. Yeah. You, you let go. And then beyond your imagination, good starts to flow into your life. So we have, you know, as you know, we have practitioners at Agape. I mean, and many I'm, of them are trained to be able to spot an opening and then assist the person going through the steps, going through the stages. Assist. To, to embrace, the, uh, embrace the opening. But in the system, it's not there. They don't even study that. It's not even, you know, you have a few doctors who've broken free from the system because they had openings themselves. You know, uh, I've interviewed a couple, you know, one died, came back to life. Mm. And when he came, when he came back totally different because he saw, he saw the deal. Yeah. You know. He got a download. Yeah, he got the download and, you know. So Anita, the guy. Anita Morjani, same thing. She died of cancer. The guy Adrian from Disclosure Fest was abducted by aliens. Uh-huh. And he. He got some information while he was gone, and that's what changed his life. Because before that, he was producing House of Pain, sh or, you know, shows in Hollywood, and right. you know, <laughs> hanging out and rock starring it up. And then all of a sudden, he switched angles, gave up everything he was doing before, and he now saw. Once you he see, you can't unsee. Show. It's you a can't free show. It's a free festival. No, you that can't go true. back. It's like that's what you said. You, Good question. I, get I lost all that. my friends. I could. You could once you see, I it, call you can't. rotten avocados. They fall by the wayside. Like <laughs> bam. Like you know. I don't mean that in a bad way, but I like when I started having like friends that were my friends for my whole life and I was talking to them and I could see like the lights were up there I was like and it was almost like oh wow this is wild and everything I, like I said I kept saying everything I said I felt it's like they were looking at me like I was more crazy because the things I said they just didn't understand yeah, it yeah but I mean to put some context and I think I already did I cannot explain enough to you about that dude not being that dude you understand okay. like I'm telling you like I'm not that dude that dude was way more not that dude than I was okay like I worked for him he, had a real nah, he didn't work for me this dude was like I mean you were late with the money 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you, don't be an hour late. I was in that world yeah. for yeah. Don't be an hour late. I'm, I mean, for real. And if you're $20 short, he's like, go to your car and get some change out there. But it, you know, it out. It's, it's really, though, when because I used to look at that. And because of those things, I felt that I wasn't worthy of anything. And I felt less than, you know, I didn't want anyone to know. I didn't have a high school diploma. I didn't, I didn't go right. to school. Right. So then I always felt that people were going to come take everything I had. Like, I, I, like I didn't, you know, I didn't feel it was supposed to be mine. Right, right. And, and that was a trip to, to have these things and feel like I earned them, but like they could be taken away at any time. And I think that was just me just, you know, freaking out because I had no edu- you know, real education. Yeah. You, could, you didn't see yourself properly. No. Because most of the people that um, are untrained through college or whatever their training is, are more apt to be wide open soulful artists. You know, because once you get trained, you suffer in what is called paradigm blindness. You can't see outside of that present paradigm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like many of the doctors, they can't see outside of their medical training. Right. Lawyers can't see out of their lawyer training. And so you had an opening, but you didn't have that much to unlearn other than the code of the streets. Right. You know, so you're more, you were more free than most people. Which is which is which is good. I got really drunk one night and I pulled a pistol out of like four or five of my friends at, mm-hmm. at, in, in my man's house right. over something real silly. Right. And I put everybody on the floor, you know. And I'm out of my mind at the time. I'm like, everybody's going, get on the ground. They're like, what? I'm like, I'm not playing. And I was out of my head, literally. Like I don't know what happened. And my girlfriend said, you need to go to Kundalini. <laughs> no, but no, she's like, I'm not powerful. gonna date you anymore. And it was the girl who had the gallery with that you met. Yeah. And, uh, she said, I'm not going to date you anymore if you don't go to Kalanini. You're not just going to go. You're going to go. And I went in. I was like, I'm not worthy. I felt, I was like, you know, I, there's a lot of ways I can describe it, but I just didn't feel worthy. So I started doing privates with my teacher. And after a lot, you know, six months, I was in there. She's like, Eddie, you know what? You're worthy. You're more worthy than a lot of other people in this room because you need it more. And she was like, and not only that, you're good for the community because you're not the normal dude that's in here going to Erwan that's and what I'm talking green about. juice, you know, and wearing the baggy white clothes. She's like, you, there's room in this community for spiritual warriors because we, there's, there, we, need, there's a, we need a line of defense at every level. Right. And when she said that, it cracked me open. I was like, all right, cool. Where, 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 where do I sign up? Like, who, yeah. what do I need to do? You yeah. know, and it slowly but surely, I, I kind of forgave myself for the things that I went through in, right. in my past life or, you know, the ego death or the... The past human experience, or the different direction that I was, I was. Well, you're more trustworthy too. People who go through a lot of stuff, and they come through it. Yeah. You can trust them. Yeah. People who haven't gone through nothing, you don't know what they're going to do when you're in the foxhole. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they haven't gone through nothing. You know, they're going to freak out. They're going to, you know, not cover your back. But once you've gone through some stuff, yeah. way more trustworthy. Dependable. Yeah. Because. And you have a more calm way about it. And you, you know? know everything's going to be okay. Right. Yeah, because you've already freaked you out been a thousand through, times. You have been through the stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I was just, there's a difference between consciousness and content. It's like there's a difference between the ocean and the pollution in the ocean. Mm. Yeah. And so awakening happens when you're able to separate yourself from the content of your mind. You know, I'm sad, this is happening, that's happening. Uh, once you're able to see that that's not you, yeah. that that's content, yeah. perceptions, points of view, um, your, your analysis of past experiences, that's all content. Yeah. But, but an average individual can't tell themselves the difference between the, two, between the two. So they end up experiencing their content over and over again. I think I heard you say that recently. Yeah. And, but yeah. once you are able to separate yourself from the content, which is why you meditate, yeah. right. which is why you pray, which is why you do the work that you do, then you're able to, you can be in the joy even though 
the content has produced experience. You may not like that experience, but you're able to watch it over here. Mm. Yeah. And then this starts to dissolve. Yeah, disassociate that, to a certain extent. And that's why when you have an opening, your life falls apart. Because your life has been built on your previous identity. Yeah. Right. And now the new identity has taken over, so the old stuff is starting to fall apart. Yeah. So it you know, crumbles. And then you rebuild it, but it's built on much more solid ground. Yeah. You know. That's why when I walked away, because I wanted them to really understand what I was going through. And so money was very important because it helped us where we, who we got. So I had to right. keep it going. And then even when I said, I said, take care. I wanted them to, to understand. But the, the money thing just for, at that time became less important to me. And that was what made me look weird because they were like, it just... Everything besides that was about that. <laughs> no, I understand it, man. It's the same thing. I, I, I had so much money in my pocket all the time, took care of the people around me. Right. Oh, you want to go to Hawaii? Hey, go. go. You need some pair, yeah. pair of shoes? Here, yeah. let me get them for yeah. you. Yeah. Whatever. And then when I opened up, I said, man, everybody's tripping on money. Nobody's tripping on their soul. You know? So now I want money, but it's to serve better. Right. I, want, I need the, I need agape to be stronger. Yeah. You know, but money, just for money's sake, you that's always an say, You always say God addiction. wants you to be rich because yeah. then you can help. Yeah, you can. You, can, you have resources. You have resources. Yeah. You, can ha you can help build the world yeah, that, that works want. for everybody. Yeah, that you want to see. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. if you're always hustling to make money, that's a waste of time. You're not able to fulfill your giftedness. Yeah. You know what's funny is you know Johnny uh, Parker. Yeah. Okay, so I had a, a nightclub on Pico and Robertson called The Joint. Mm -hmm. Johnny used to come in all the time. The significance of that is, you know, I was least likely to hang out with some old black men when I was ever. It's just not my thing. I'm, right. I'd rather be young and hip and vibrant. <laughs> so here I find myself hanging out with Johnny and with my partner who's 70 and the, uh, Bob Marley's cousin, Alarasai, right? This is where we go to the love part, right? Mm. Which I talk about. So I'm in the room and I'm seeing how these Rastafarian dudes are treating each other because it's a reggae bar and they're mm -hmm. like king and lion and right, right. you know. So my 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 partner says to me, "Do you think everybody likes you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, of course they do." I'll give you the short version. Yeah, of course they do. I said, "He said, really?" I go, "Yeah, everybody <laughs> likes me." Kilo should have heard. He's this, like, "Really?" Right? <laughs> I'm gonna back it up. So when I own the joint, my partner, That's right. sire came to me and said, do you think everybody that works for you likes you? And I he said, called Robertson. Yeah. I said, of course they do. And he said, well, really? I said, yeah, of course they like me. I give them shoes and I buy them food. And he's like, oh, okay. He goes, well, let's do something. Let's go ask everybody that's working right now if they like you with no consequence. You got to promise me you won't get mad, say nothing, fire them. I said, cool. All four people said no. They said they don't like you. Two of them said they just didn't like me because I was an asshole. And the other two said because they were afraid of me. Yeah, so they were in fear. No. So what he said is, okay, so you spent all this time posturing being this bad dude. It's got everybody shook. Imagine if you turned that and you put that same energy in the love. Mm -hmm. Blew me wide open. I was like, wow, I, didn't, I had never really thought about being a kind person. Mm -hmm. I was always trying to get over get them more pieces of pizza or you know get you out on the drink or you know what i'm saying like get bigger percentage of the door at the end of the night you know and that was one of my my stepping stones to to you know to be where i am now yeah. johnny was there to witness it all because yeah, he used yeah. to come in all the time yeah you woke up yeah i did that was one of those like you say level up yeah you leveled up man how can i serve yeah yeah how can i serve yeah and it was a trip to uh Thanks to Chaz for coming in. I was, I, 
It had something to do with the way you communicate and your, your understanding, your intellect, the science of an awakening, I'd say. Yeah. So after I listened to that, because I think that the only thing that people put together with it outside of it, because when we, when we did the show, started the show, the first person we interviewed was my ex-wife, 21 years. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were like, what the, what are you thinking? Like, you're not, and, I, and I knew it was kind of walking into the gauntlet to a certain extent. Um, but I wanted to know what she was seeing and what they saw. Mm -hmm. Because as much as I felt I was acting normal, I was not. That's very interesting because his mother <clears throat> saw me go through all of these changes. Mm. She saw me like go, one time I, I came in from a meditation retreat. I went to the, and I came home, there was some, we had some company. So I said, let me put my bags down. So I went in the back, put my bags down, but I laid on, the, I laid on my bed for a moment and I got pulled into this tremendous light. Just, and I started asking questions. And before I could ask the question, the answer would come. This went on for hours. I'm just listening, I'm just getting, getting these downloads. And then this thought went across my mind. Uh, I got people in the living room, you're being rude. So I was lowered back down from the light and I ran into the living room and I started telling everybody, you don't have anything to worry about, you've never been born, you'll never suffer a death. All the fear and the doubt and the worry, it's all an illusion, I'm going on. Yeah. And they look at me like I'm crazy because to me, I had been gone hours, but for them, it was just five minutes. Mm. So I said to his mother one day, you know, years later, I said, when I was going through all of that, what did, what did you think about me? She said, I knew you weren't lying. I just thought you were crazy. She said, I knew you weren't, she knew me so well. She said, I knew you weren't lying, but I thought you were crazy. So it's like what you're talking about here. Yeah. You know, they, they, they didn't know what I was going through, but she knew it was real to me. Right, it, that they knew exactly. Yeah, it was real And it's hard me. because it feels so real, right? So you see these visions, you start to go, because I was talking about some way out jit, right. and, but it felt real, like I was seeing past lives. Yeah. And so I was expressing to them because I couldn't tell anyone else, and they knew me the best that anyone, you know, and so when I said it, and it seemed so normal, but when they were looking at me, they go, what? Oh, dad, swords, King Arthur, like, yo, you trip. Like, yeah. <laughs> this maybe a book. You having to bleed through yeah, you know, from, <laughs> right? from other, yeah. other realities. They're like, yo, yeah. yo. You, you. But people can only see, they can only see the paradigm that they, their own perception, their own beliefs, their own points of view, their own way they've been educated or miseducated. Mm. So when you jump out of that, you're way over here. You're seeing more of reality. They're only seeing here. Yeah. So the people here think over here is crazy. Absolutely. Until they start to open themselves. And that's really that, expanding consciousness. Expanding consciousness. Yeah. Expanding your awareness. Like we see like this, then we have an insight, then we see this. We have an insight, and we see this. And pretty soon, or after a while, as you integrate, you just see more of re that which is real. Reality with a capital R. Yeah. Not our little reality that we're creating with our minds. Yeah. It's big. It's like and driving it's, around in the city and then being able to... <clears throat> get into a helicopter. You ever been in a helicopter? Yeah, of and course. See, like, oh, this is how it's yeah, mapped out. This is what it looks is, like. This is how it really simple it is to get from A to Z. Yeah. Because you don't we're, have we're to go treadmill through which of life way going, uh, left on the right. Yeah. That's a good analogy. Yeah. I like that. And I'll tell you, I went to Coachella. We took, an air, uh, we took a helicopter. Shit, coming home from Coachella is a nightmare. But boy, it sure was nice. I'm <laughs> in a helicopter looking at the traffic on so the here's 10. The, here's the deal. So you went on a helicopter. Yeah. And now you're doing your work to integrate that. Mm. So you just said something that's really important. And you, it's, I was listening to what he said because ultimately it's like when you look at it, it's like past, present, future. That's really what it's like, right? So when someone asked me, what did you see three years ago? 
Well, it's like having this, this you could see the, you know, your point of view from up here, right? And I went, wham! So I woke up and I seen all, all these this. things, and I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Better like, yeah. put the Trump the president and he's gonna do some bad shit and did it and they're like what the yeah he fuck? predicted the earthquake I was the last earthquake we had. and then they're like what's happening what are you where are you getting all this I'm like I don't know it's he just, predicted the last earthquake within like days they said mm-hmm. he went and bought a bunch of water he bought propane he's telling me Eddie be sure come over my house tonight it's gonna happen and he was off by like a couple of days but he was like, something big is going to happen. I'm yeah, telling you, right, buy right. water and be prepared. Right. And sure enough, it happened. And he hit me. And my phone goes off. He goes, what did I tell you? And I'm like, he's all, come over. And I'm like, wow, this fool is really nuts. You know. But the next time, you know what? Because what happens is ego starts playing with that a little bit. The next time I'm telling my son, I felt something else coming. So mm. coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I feel it. Because once that happened, I'm bringing water to their house. I'm like, I'm telling you guys. <laughs> well, I said it was the sixth. And we were supposed to release the six that when we started. And I'm like, I gotta get it before the six because this thing I see happening, it happened the next month, like on, on July 4th is mm-hmm. when they both happened. Yes, it was a month off. Right. And which is bit which is pretty accurate. I was in my so they I were mean, starting to trip. Better than so I they were like, yeah, that's in in so I started to kind of go, okay, but then I started picking up on something else again. So I'm like, now I'm going, okay, wait, I can tell, let me see here now, right? I want to play with this. I just felt something else big coming. I'm telling I told Omar's like, dude, da 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 da. I didn't know it was my mom. Uh, you know, mom was shedding the body. Yeah. Yeah. And so I and I was saying these things, and that was the Personal. weekend I told my son, and then all of a sudden, like you see, and I was like, I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, you got you got a personal hit. Yeah. 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 So I got a couple quick questions, right? Like I like to ask people things that are challenging to a certain extent, right? If you could pinpoint one moment in your journey in your life that stands out the most. You know, whether it's good, bad, I don't know. Just like that one thing, that one point in your life that's, I don't know. The you know, I'd, I'd have to go back to that moment when I was attending USC and I was stabbed in the heart. Playing ping pong. Mm. And, 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 I, and I woke up and could see that changed everything. Yeah. I mean, I went from getting ready to graduate from school to changing my whole life to what happened to me. And I went on a discovery of what happened. And that's when I bumped into all the mystics of the ages and how they were all saying the same thing and it kept happening to me. So like he was talking about, I didn't have any friends to really deal with all of that. I didn't have any professionals to say this is what's going on. I had to navigate through that stuff myself with people looking at me like, yeah. this guy's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and so I bumped into uh, people who were psychics who were running it down. I, I walked into this church one time and this guy, he would, he would give psychic readings after he gave his talk. So I walked in the room and he said, Michael, God sent you here. You have the spirit of Dr. King in your aura. You're gonna develop a, a, a spiritual center that's gonna help heal the world. Now understand, I just woke up. Yeah. So this, I said, this guy's not talking about me. I'm definitely never gonna be a minister. I don't believe in any of that stuff. But I said, how did he know my name? And everything that he said has come true. I started running into people like that. Wow. It started giving me this feedback as to what had happened to me. And then I started grounding myself and study and practice, 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 meditation, 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 until it got stabilized so I could actually hold a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And actually look normal even though I wasn't. And I worked for a city councilman for five years and did a lot of extraordinary things outside the box because I was there to serve. 
But at lunchtime, I was teaching people metaphysics. Mm. They'd come into my office, and I'd start telling, teaching them all kinds of stuff, the way the universe was really made up, and developed a whole senior citizen program. The councilman got nervous because I was so popular in the community that he had to let me go because he yeah. thought I would beat him. Yeah. But I wasn't even trying to run for yeah, an office. Yeah, he tried to put the lights out on you. That's not cool. No, I wasn't even trying to run for an office at all. You know, but that would be the, the moment. The moment. Now, I could go back to when I was younger and see where those moments were trying to happen, mm. but I would squash them. Yeah. You know? Just out of not understanding. I didn't understand. You know, I was yeah. 11 years old in Washington, D.C., where my family's from. It was my birthday, or close to it, and I was in, my grandmother had sent me to the store to buy something, and I was in one aisle, but I could see in my mind that the stock boy in the next eye was about to drop the baby food. So I ran around and I caught it. Yeah, you said that. He said, how'd you do that? Yeah, that's what he said. He said, how did you do that? I couldn't explain it. But did he do that when you went? No, he just you said up. No, well, he said that well, yeah. not this month. Yeah, that's what I said. I was just recanting that story. Yeah. Oh, remembering. And so when I'm walking towards my uncle, Abdul Rahman Bey, my uncle's, my grandmother Fanny, my mother Alice, and I'm looking at my mother and she's looking at her son. My grandmother's looking at her grandson, my uncle's looking at his nephew, but I wasn't any of that. I was expanded. So I, I was getting closer to them. I said, what am I gonna do? I'm not, I'm not who I think they, who they think I am. I capitulated, I forced myself back to be my mother's son. My grandson, the grandson of my grandmother and the nephew of my uncle. I just forced myself back into this box and became like however I was supposed to act. Yeah. Mm. And that happened a few times, even in my teen years. But when it happened then, I was out. Never yeah, went back I was in. too. Couldn't close it. Couldn't close the couldn't door. Close Didn't want to close the door. Yeah. You know, bliss. Most people don't get a chance to taste bliss. Mm. Bliss. I mean, when you get to bliss, which is the function of the activation of your potential. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I go to these sober meetings, and I don't want to share because I don't want to make these other dudes feel bad because I'm not singing that sorry song anymore. But you need to share. I know. Because... I know. Uh, AA is built on spiritual principles. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Bill W. and Ernest Holmes were tight. Yeah. You know, most people don't know that. Yeah. And uh, so when you get to that surrender stage. I mean, that's where I'm at. I mean, you got to share that. You, 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 it's like this. You're planting seeds. They're not going to get it at that moment, maybe. But down the line, they'll say, oh, my God, this is what that brother was talking about. Yeah. That's, let me find him. Where is he? I mean, I can honestly, Rev, every single day since I got sober, something fantastic has happened to me. Yeah. God shots, three or four a day. Yeah. Contrary action, it's all contrary action. Yeah. Everything I'm doing is what I wasn't doing before, and that's why I believe I'm being rewarded in the way that I am. Yeah. But here's the deal. The presence of God is always giving. It doesn't have a withhold button. It doesn't have a stop. So you're just becoming bigger, a bigger vessel to see it, to see it happening. Was before you were dodging it because <laughs> you no were controlling your own life. No more, no more dodgeball. <laughs> it's well, that's what it happening. says in the beginning. It's like surrender your will. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's you know. Become willing and let go of willfulness. Yeah. Willfulness creates a wall. Willingness creates a way. I like that. Yeah. There's also those blurred lines with uh, addiction and spirituality. Oh, yeah. People, you know, self, you know. Yeah, but they want that first hit, which is a moment of expansion. And they're actually trying to get a spiritual awakening, mm. but it's, they don't know that's what they're trying to get. So yeah. they become addicted to the high 
rather than they're trying to take the helicopter without yeah, without right. doing the work <laughs> without doing the work yeah. <laughs> the fast I, lane. <laughs> I got all right so let me ask you this if there was one person you've met in your life that was a teacher Mm-hmm. that you think had a, the most impact or a lot of impact? Because I'm sure there's a bunch. There's, there's a bunch. You if know, you had, who's the one? Like, even if they're not a teacher, maybe it's Oprah. I don't know. You know, I'd have to first, first acknowledge my mom, mm. you right know, on. who carried a lot of psychic energy and saw a lot in me and always brought me back to myself. I'd have to acknowledge my dad because he was a man of integrity. If he said he was going to do A, he did A. It was no... Yeah. waffling you know so I had I was fortunate to be in a family of unconditional love mm. you know when I got busted selling drugs my father came and got me out he smiled at me he didn't even berate me you know and we had to you know do what we had to do yeah. but um, but there was, I, I met some great people um, about two years ago I had a vision and these people were reaching from the other side shaking my hand and then when I woke up, I realized I, I had met them all. When I was 11, I met Dr. King at Homeless Methodist Church, shook his hand. Now, me and it, now I work with his son. Uh, I've worked with His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. I facilitated four major meetings, world, world leaders with him. I met Nelson Mandela. I met Ari Ratney, who ended the, the, the caste system in Sri Lanka. I met some powerful people that are so humble. Yeah. You know what I mean? They teach me humility because they've done like these great things, but they're not into I'm all that. Yeah. They're into it's all that. Yeah. You know, and Dick Gregory, good buddy of mine, had a lot of impact on my life. You know, so I've met a lot of people. Homer Johnson, somebody, most people don't know who he is, but he was a great mystic. You know, he taught me a lot. So I honor all these people. Yeah. They're good. Like, you know, and I figured that would be a tough one. You know, that's, that's hard. You know, it's a hard one. Yeah. Yep. Well, Joey, what else you got? I'll keep going. Talk about my mom, and then we start talking about yeah. people communicating after they yeah. left. Yeah. Um, but that's, I think that talking about that is interesting because the reason why I asked you that is having people on this plane and then all of a sudden them coming back and having that, just because of my recent experience of understanding passing, it's just so beautiful. It's so different. It's just so different. And it's, to express it, it's hard because my sister and other people are feeling that. So when you're saying about these three women, and how interesting, because you worked, you meditated with them. Yes. They found their way right. Yes. And now, and now I, I call upon them. I communicate with them. Dorothy Larkin Hill, Ethel Franklin, Blanche Nelson, they're part of the rhythm of my flow. Mm. Patty Ballard, Carol Trailer, Nirvana Gale, part of the rhythm of my flow. Leveda, Lynn Campbell, Lisa Sprinkles, my mom. Mm. They're, they're, they're more real to me now than they were then you know because there's no personality issues there's no body getting tired there's no opinions it's just pure love yes pure wisdom pure guidance pure we got you we got you back you know and so i'll sit and go into meditation and you know when i wake up in the morning first thing i do is i open up myself to gratitude just very grateful to be alive awake aware then i surrender surrender to the presence i call god the presence that's never an absence it's a presence that's never an absence. And then I say, what's my assignment today? Bring it on, I'm ready. And then I will meditate and I'll commune with these various beings, but then I go directly to the presence. I bypass the guardian angels, the, the archangels, the friends, then I go to the, directly to the presence and sit 
and hang with the presence that's never an absence. And then I go on, go on into my day. And that's it, yeah. yeah. You know what I find interesting is that you mentioned these, these beautiful women that you had a you know, relationship with that helped you and still continue to help you. And here we are in a state of the world where it's time for women to help us on this physical presence. This is the time. Because we need help. You know, we've shown that, that we can't figure it out in some of these situations. A little more love and compassion would go a long way. You know, the thing about, you know, the, the, the divine feminine is rising now. And it's important because a woman will take care of, a, a, you know, a sane woman, a, a woman anchored in her feminine energy, will take care of the family before she takes care of herself. The Lone Ranger patriarchal man will try to take care of himself first before he takes care of the family oftentimes, you know. And so the, the, the feminine energy that's rising now, it's necessary, as you're saying, for the evolution of our species. Yeah. Without it, we're doomed. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. Amen. We're doomed. And there's more women on the planet. As they become more conscious, as they break free from the mental chains of the, the men, the men, they think they, they, they can multitask, they think freer, they're creative, they, they birth babies. They'll start taking care of our children, take, they'll start educating the youth, they'll, take care of they'll the make nation. sure our kids are healthy and eating well. Absolutely. Maybe we need to, we need to put yoga in elementary level Yoga, school. meditation, Tai Chi. That's what I'm trying to tell you. All of because it. Because imagine, imagine, imagine if meditation was mandatory. Yeah. Forget, forget go play kickball. Right. You're going to sit down and be quiet for 30, not take a nap. Sit down and listen to some mantra for 30 minutes between class. Do you know that the, the humans we would, the different experience we'd be having during this human experience? Be activating our potential. We, we, we spoke with a man this age. I don't know if you know she is. She's an artist. She's like Alex Gray. She does this really great, oh, like, yeah. like esoteric, you know, deep look into a DMT Sacred geometry. Like yeah. And she said she belonged to a school, and that was what they did when they did she were she go to, was it Maharishi school or something? That's something like that. I think yeah. that's what it was. And she mm -hmm. said she did a vision there. quest. At, oh, really? I mean, not to school. I mean, they brought me there. To she said she did a vision she quest there. when she was young, like super young. And it was supervised, and it was only one night. But she said she saw things, and that that's in her DNA now. Because yes. it wasn't after she had made a shit ton of mistakes like me and you know had a lot of regret and like if, let's imagine it's a toilet well my toilet was full and still got some shit in it yeah, yeah. hers was not full right. it just was going yeah and I, I just you know I have 19 to 16 year old daughters you have kids too like can you imagine if we were giving them what the skills that they really need to survive versus the skills they need to to, to exist in Thrive. a system <laughs> and that's what the show's about on November 16th is is actually to bring things like this to people's awareness because inner cities they, they don't have the the opportunity to go down to the street and go to Whole Foods, really, or get things like sustainable living products. In the food are, desert. Right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So it's really making it available right. in ways. And so, you know, we, I was in Egypt mm -hmm. when this girl starts talking about Akon. I heard Akon's music, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, you know what he's doing in Africa? I'm like, he's lighting houses up and da da da. So she says this, now I'm all lit up. I'm like, mm -hmm. Within like seven days, I leave Egypt. I'm sitting in Akon's house. We're talking with Omar. Next thing we're talking about is He's working. Doing something together. Is is working on 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 this project to to bring solar power to lower income neighborhoods. <coughs> and what he did in Africa, let's do it here in America. Right. And that was what uh, the idea was. And so that the the event on November 15th and 16th is called Lighting Up LA. Um, get lit. The lit campaign is more of like an awake <laughs> campaign. Right, right, right. Get lit. A new, a new understanding of getting lit. Yeah. <clears throat> there it is, right mm -hmm. there. And 
it's important for us, I think, to, because to, look at, like I look at Eddie, I look at me, and I go like, wow, this happened to us, dude, this happened to anybody. Right, like, and then you, you that's got how all I felt. shit going on. I'm like, yo. I say that all the time. We got some superpowers, like no one's telling us we have instruments, so we're putting all this shit in, and then after it all clears out, I was like, tell, I was like, yo, there's all kinds of things happening out here. Like we're instruments, antennas, right, getting information, but we're not being shown the right way how to properly use it, right. And that's but what we're actually trying to do. What, what really, like you wake up every day, right? It's like a. It's like a feeling you get. It's you, and you start to feel really good one day, and you're like, oh, what did I eat? How can I feel like that again? Right, uh, yeah. It's like what this, kind of beer was that? Right. It's just like this thing swinging inside your mind, body, soul, and you kind of get these, these tinges of feeling good. All of a sudden, like, it was when that awakening happened, it felt like it started swinging together, and I was like, oh, this is what that was. I kept getting, like, glimpses of it, so I try to find it, and it put things in my body to find it. Right. Was this it? But was it's you. It? It was me, it was inside. The answer is you. I kept reaching out for things to put inside my body to make me feel that way. Right, and, and that's, that develops the addictive behavior. Yeah. But when you realize it's you, your body would produce DMT, your body would produce anything you need. But I didn't think I was worthy. Right. So how was I gonna think that I could actually do it? Right. I didn't love myself. Right, so did you go through a period of self-forgiveness? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, we have to always go through that, this forgive ourselves, because all forgiveness is self-forgiveness. And then you come back to the innocence that's always been there, that's never been touched. And now you're, you're expressing differently. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I had to do all of that. Yeah, and I, uh, just going through it, listening to what you, you know, I guess listening to that driving here had a big impact on me. Oh, you know, more so than I, you know, you listen and you're like going through it. But are you I listening to the book or are you listening to the... Um, the book, I was just popping okay. around and then yeah, I was yeah. sort of listening and I went back, I kept listening and there was something, you know, and I just kept going back and this is the way you express yourself in the way that you're talking because I've heard it through another teacher, through Yogi G and the way he expresses it. Right. Right? And then I was like, I came, to, I'm like, this dude's a master. Like, but I didn't, I, I, I went to one agape thing. I'm mm. listening to him, but I just, you know what I mean? I was tuning more into the energy of it, right. feeling it. So when right. you were coming right. up here, I was like walking through it going, wow, I feel this. Yeah. You know, even when you were talking, you could see I got a little choked up for a minute because you said you saw something I'd seen. Yes. So right when you said it, like even now talking about it, I, I have to yeah, I understand. slow it down a little bit because I'll get... I, I, I do the same thing. I, sometimes you may know, sometimes I'll cry right before I speak. Mm. You know, I just kind of empty and then a few you're, tears you're come out. Get it out. And then I'm, then I'm empty. I'll go up and speak. Or sometimes during the talk, it's... I don't go into full-on tears, but it's like it wells up. Mm. You know who Pato Bantan is? Reggae artist. He does guan, guan, he's Jamaican. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so he, when I did the joint to finish on that one, mm -hmm. talking about crying, I, I asked him, he's a, he believes in Urantha. Urantha, yeah. Okay. I used to teach that. Okay, so he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a minister, and he, but he's a very famous reggae artist. You know, he's, he's, he, uh, he, come, he came to the joint and did a show. And we spoke about God, and we talked about my feelings and me and this love moment that I was having. Mm -hmm. And I asked him, "Would you would you baptize me? Mm -hmm. Would you anoint?" He said, "I might baptize you. I've already been baptized, but I'll anoint you." So I went with his wife Antoinette, sire, and this drunk old man that used to come in was named Tony. That I got sober because I was I set him down. I'm like, "What are you doing with your life? We have to walk you home every night to assisted living." So it was an odd group of people that I was in the room <laughs> yeah. with. Okay, the drunk dude that was that I inherited. God with works the business. through everybody. Yeah, let me tell God you. works through angels come through everywhere. anybody and everybody. So I go in and he does the thing, and I'm leaning over this table. It's black, and he's I'm, my eyes are closed, and I look down, and the table's wet. 
and I'm not none of that's happening. On I'm you. not. I mean, I did, wasn't breathing deep, but I looked down. I'm the table's wet. I'm like, what happened to the table? And then I start feeling these tears dropping. Yeah, yeah. It was like a flood. Yeah, Rev. It was like, I mean, I'm telling you, like I, it was dripping down. It's water on the table, not a couple of tears. And then finally he did his thing and he stopped. And his wife came up to me and started crying. Mm. Tony was crying. Sire was crying. Every, everyone's crying. And they were like, she said, I, he's, we've done this a thousand times and I've never seen energy run out of somebody's head like that yeah, before. You, you, you were serious. She, she was like, you need, to not, you need to not turn your back on what you just went through. And you need to understand that you have a responsibility. Absolutely. And I was like, I just came to feel better. <laughs> I didn't want a job. <laughs> the, the gift and the gifts we get, they don't belong to us. They belong to the community. Yeah. You know, any talent, any gift, any insight you have, any revelation, it doesn't belong to you because it's the presence of God. So it belongs to everyone else. And it's your job to figure out how to give it away, how to share it, how to shine it, how to radiate it, how to express it. And when you realize that, then you keep getting more and more to give. If you think it's just yours, you get stagnant. Yeah. And it you, stops, too. It stops. But if you give it away, then it there's expands. more. Yeah. Ah, it keeps, keeps multiplying. Well, I'm ready. Yeah, it keeps multiplying. It's like the tide. It comes in and it comes out. It's knowing where to stand, you know? Right. Because that tide always comes in and you don't know. And it's just having that, that, that faith and like that yeah. it will be there. Yeah, faith. So you get, first, you have hope. And then you have faith. And faith turns to conviction. Mm. Then conviction turns to knowing. You just know yeah. You know, it's, you have a personal, personal you're revelation. Standing in it. It. Yeah, you're, you're basking in it. Mm. Understanding, understanding, overstanding. Ah, you know it. So, is there a, as we kind of come to a close, is there any events coming up that people should look forward to or some things that we should talk about for you guys at Agape? This weekend, this Saturday, I'm doing a, an, a, an intensive uh, that they can sign up online on real prosperity, not just about. I mean, it concludes money, but it's really about living in the field of abundance yeah. and um, activating your potential. And that's going to be, I think, from like 9 to 4 online. People are signing up for it. I have a meditation retreat that, that's now open for people to sign up for. It's going to happen in Joshua Tree at the end of the year. I saw that. Yeah, I go through New Year's. So we actually do the New Year's there and have some great ceremony. That's happening. And, of course, every Sunday at the Saban, you know, At the new location, we're, which we're is rocking. on the Wilshire and La Cienica, yeah. next to the Larry Flint building. Right. We, we, and I must say, we're, it feels good in there. Yeah no, feel, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but it feels good in there. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to be over there tomorrow painting Lee's office and then also the, the, the lobby. Yeah, I didn't know if you knew that. No, I, I didn't an know artist. That. Who called you about that? Uh, Corey. Oh, special yeah, case. So I went over. Yeah, I went over and met Did with Did you know Lee. that? Nope. He's going yeah. to be painting. Hey, he, he stuck with me now, Rev. You know like, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. going to be great, man. Yeah. So I mean, the website, where they can find out uh, about Joshua Tree? Oh, agapelive.com. A-G-A-P-E-L-I-V-E.com. Instagram, Michael B. Beck with Facebook. All, all of that's there. But uh, I got a question on another yeah. note. What's up with Our Love? Our Love. Um, it may be the first dating app that actually deals with somebody's spiritual aspect of life. So you, you enter in on if you have a spiritual practice. Yeah, the it, questions are built around, around. What is your practice? Is it yoga? Is it meditation? Is it uh, agape? Is it, is it Tony Robbins? Is it, you know, so, that, so they have all these different matrix that dating apps have, but it's primarily focused on people who are becoming awake. Versus so, income, car, right, right, job. Right. So like, you know, as you know, as you just described, people think you're crazy if you're into this way of thinking. Mm. So this way, it's like, hey, 
connecting. Everybody that signs up is in there at some level. Yeah, Yeah. like-minded or looking for that. So if they go to the website, they can they can get on the um, the waiting list, and if they sign up under Agape's website, they get two years free. Yeah, I saw him in service, and when he talked about it, I really liked his energy. Yeah, that was JJ John John Jacob. He's one of my practitioners. He lives between Costa Rica and LA. Here, yeah, I liked I liked the pitch, and I called him on the phone, and I was like, "Look, man, I'm here to help if I can because." I think, you know, like I got 19, 16 year old daughters. I hope that that would be a place they would look versus the other alternatives that you get. Yeah. Not you, you know, it's a, there's a deficit out there of, of spirituality. And more and more people are waking up. So yeah. they want to find out where, where, where people are waking up. Yeah. That's why we have all those young people that are copying now. Yeah. All the millennials are rolling through there. Yeah. And the hipsters are popping in. You know, everybody's it. popping in there, man. They, they trying to, they don't want to be churched. Yeah. You know, they want to know God. Mm, there's yeah. a difference, you know. That's why you stay in such good shape, because you want to let them know, you know, you're on their hey. level, right? Don't mess around. Don't I, mess I can touch my toe. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm I'm just showing them the example. You know, yeah. you're not supposed to get old. You're not supposed to age. You're supposed to sage. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I believe in saging, not aging. So, I love it. So, you know, you're, no one gets sick overnight. It's a process of getting sick, you know. So if you do certain things every day, you're going to slow that process down. Yeah. And, and live much more fully, much more completely. You don't eat meat, you're completely raw. No, no, I, I'm not completely raw, but, but I don't, I'm a plant-based person. How long has that been? Uh, wow, I've been a vegetarian when I was young. Yeah. After I had my opening, I was eating a piece of chicken and I could feel the pain of the chicken. Oh, wow. I didn't know what it was, but I could feel it. So I stopped eating. My mother was very concerned because I, I was a meat eater. I didn't do a lot of vegetables. So she said, what you gonna do, boy? I said, I'm gonna eat vegetables. I'm eat everything else but that. Yeah. <laughs> then I found out, so it was three, three, three parts of that. One, I could feel the pain of the animal if they were raised crazy and how yeah. we treat the animals. You know, I'm not telling everybody to be a vegetarian, but everybody, they should cut back. Yeah, anyway, it, that's how I did it. The, the, yeah. s- the same girl that brought me to Kundalini had me a vegetarian. I was damn near a vegan. Yeah. And now it's hard for me to see meat as a primary portion no, of you're not my supposed meal. to. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't I'm... need a big t- 12-ounce steak with a few peas and some potatoes. Now it's like a couple little bites No, the bites meat should be the, the, the side dish. Yeah. And that's what Obama was trying to do with that new... With the new meals. With the new meals, and yeah. they attacked him. Yeah. He said, we have a, such a rate of diabetes and cancer that if we just cut back on the meat and add more vegetables, yeah, right. yeah. they attacked him because the pharmaceutical company was pissed off. Because Everybody was, because you know, they lose. They, the, the he's in their product, pockets. Dairy, the, the like meat. Malcolm X, get out of my pockets. Yeah, you know? he, was, he was getting in the pockets. Yeah. So then I discovered you didn't need meat for protein. Do you, you ever worry about that? Meat for protein? No, you getting in the <laughs> pockets. Sometimes people would, because I'll say, I'll talk about certain things, I'll say that's called death row. When you see yeah. all those little restaurants, that's death row. You know, and uh, you need to go to life row. Yeah. Yeah. Because I worry, like, as I'm coming through this, like, you know, the people we can't I don't worry anymore. trying to hear all that, you know. No, no, they, 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 they may neutralize you. They, you may become a political prisoner of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> IRS may come. I'm not highway way or anything, yeah. but I'm about to make some noise. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. It's your job. You know. You, you can't do. unsee. It's what we do. So, so there's three levels. One, the animals. Two, the environment. The methane that hits the, it's from cows and pigs. Yeah. And then three, spiritually, you know, is that when you start to clear your channels of that debris, the meditations are a lot deeper, yeah. a lot more pure. Yeah. You know, you cut out a lot of sugar, you cut out uh, dense protein, because most people don't realize you don't get any nutrition from the meat for 48 hours. 
because it has to break down break the down. meat and then put the amino acids back together with the amino acids from a dead protein. So if you get direct amino acids from, from spinach and cauliflower, things like that, and you eat, eat fruit, like you get nutrition from this within a few moments. Breaks it down, goes into your bloodstream. But if you eat a piece of meat, yeah. it's gonna be at least 24 hours. Yeah. It's all, you know, and then your colon is all blocked yeah, up. Yeah, no doubt. You know, no doubt. Some we have nutrition now. It is. Well, Rev, I, I, I think I'd like to say thank you so much for coming in. As I mentioned when you walked in, you're a, you're a hero of mine on a lot of levels. Um, and I'm very grateful for the time that you, that you spent with us. And I look forward to a deeper relationship in the future. And, and Me like, too. Like I said, I'm here for you. you Me know, too. Whatever we can do. You're going to be painting. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I, lo I love what you guys are doing. I love who you are. I, I want the relationship to deepen. I'm glad I got in. He was nagging me a little bit. I mean, I was on him, though, in his defense. <laughs> I said, we're going to make the time, man. We're going we're gonna to make the time. I was on time. him. He was like, Eddie, man, you got to understand. I cannot, you know, it's all, I'm like, man, I don't understand. Let's get this done. <laughs> you know, I can was, feel your energy. You were yeah, on it. I said, we're going to do this. This I is was. map out the time. We definitely want to connect with you again to see, yeah. you know, about yeah. how we can connect you to this, this uh, event that we're working on. I just feel that this is the one in November or another event. November, but November. there's a, there's a world there's a world tour that yeah. is going to go all around the United States, and we're going to talk about that. But the art show, music festival, on the November fifteenth and sixteenth. Um, you know, it's a good idea. Maybe I mean, and I'm just spitballing here, but maybe we bring the Agape Youth kids. We're going to do painting with kids, mm -hmm. and then five or six yeah, artists come absolutely. out and we paint. Have vendors with. as well. At the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well, we may or may not have vendors. Really? But we were definitely doing paint with kids, and maybe the agape kids would be perfect yeah, yeah, for that. Yeah, Reverend Leon generally has the kids go out and do service projects. They paint. They do all kinds. Well, what they would do is paint with, like, we give them a canvas this big. Yeah. They start getting the glitter and the glue, and I then the artists come man. by and, and touch it and it? talk to them. It's going to be downtown on Jesse oh, yeah, and that's Santa easy. Fe, that's easy. That's easy. which is right by the lift office uh, where Retina Studio is and uh, Bestia. And it's, it's a great compound. We've taken it over where Joey's curated this wonderful experience for Saturday. I've curated an art show for Friday night with like 35 artists. Fantastic. We got Mystic Marley, uh, Stephen Marley's daughter may play one of the nights. We have Snoop Dogg DJing. Akon will come in and speak Akon's on the panel. Akon's coming, which we'd love to get Beautiful. you on the panel. Beautiful. So uh, I got, you know, we've been toying around with this idea of when we have people come in, them taking us out with some inspirational something or another. So if you, based on this experience and this sit down with us, if you had something you would want to say to, to the people out there about, you know, what, what, can you take us out? Absolutely. Why don't I take us out with a, a moment of uh, evocation? Okay. A moment of uh, just, uh, we just stop in this moment, everybody who's listening, just take a deep breath, release, and allow yourself to come to an awareness that this moment right here and right now is a fresh starting point for the rest of your life. Everything that has happened in the past has led you to this moment as a fresh starting point. And that out of nothing at all but an idea, your whole life can go on a new trajectory. A whole new possibility can emerge. So as I am embracing this moment, I'm embracing each and every individual that's listening. I am proclaiming that where they are, the fullness of the spirit is. Nothing lacking, nothing missing whatsoever. And that this fresh starting point brings new ideas, great possibilities, wisdom, guidance, direction, and a language and in a way that can be understood and acted upon so that individually and collectively, we become the architects of a whole new destiny for our planet now. We become the midwives 
to something new that's trying to happen. We elevate our energy, we elevate the octave, the frequency of our mental body, emotional body, physical body, so that the vitality of the spirit can take over out of nothing but what we already have within us. And I proclaim that this is happening right now, that there are no accidents, that the presence never does do-overs, never does repeats. Everyone is significant. Everyone has meaning. And everyone has a mission, and everyone has a gift to give. I proclaim that we begin to give it now, fully and completely, and allow it to be so. And so it is. And so, so it is. is. I mean, so it is. Satnam. Satnam. That's right. Wow. What a way to go. Thank you for that. Hey, thank you for the invitation. Yes, sir. Thank All you for right. the invitation. So we